Tips for a healthy heart in prophetic medicine. Wa alaikum salam. Within Tibanabui, also known as prophetic medicine, we know that when it comes to cardiovascular health, the health of the heart, the approach would be an holistic one. And in modern day medicine, we find that there is a trend towards holistic medicine. In that, modern medicine looks at the importance of heart health from a pharmaceutical role, nutritional role, as well as emotional counseling and spiritual health as well. So we see when we talk about the, the health of the heart, very famous narration comes to mind where the Prophet peace be upon him said that in the body there is an organ which if it is healthy causes the health of the entire body. However, if this organ is ill, then it causes illness within the entire body. And the Prophet peace be upon him said that this organ is the heart. Often when this narration is given, we find that uh, many would concentrate on the spiritual aspect of the heart. Meaning that if there is any spiritual ills in the heart, like um, envy, pride, jealousy, etc. It contaminates the rest of our body's deeds or takes away from any good action that we do. However, this narration can also be viewed from a physical component. If we look at the, at the heart as a physical organ and we look at anatomy and physiology, we see that the heart consists of four chambers, two atria and two ventricles. And the collected blood flows into the atria, then it goes to the ventricles, and the heart's job is to propel blood through the circulation system. And the amount of work that the heart does is unbelievable, it's incredible. At rest, the normal heart performs 75 beats per minute, pumping around about 5 liters of blood through the entire body at every minute. So as you can see that the heart has a very important role when it comes to the health of the entire body. If the brain does not receive enough oxygenated blood, it can lead to irreversible damage. And therefore, every cell in the entire body relies on the heart. So part of a healthy heart within prophetic medicine, we see that Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah in his book Tibn Abuwi talks about physical activity as being an important part of healthcare for the heart. And we know that during the entire Islamic legacy, that physical activity was always incorporated in the society. Narrations where children were encouraged to practice javelin throwing, swimming, horse riding, archery, etc. And we know in prophetic medicine, there's a lot of prohibitions against laziness. And the Heart Foundation recommends to keep the heart healthy, we have to engage in physical activity daily. So aerobic exercises can be part of your daily routine. Even 30 minutes of daily physical activity can benefit the heart. It reduces the risk of heart disease by improving blood circulation. It can help to keep weight under control. It boosts one, one's energy as well as release tension. So physical activity can also reduce cholesterol levels. It can control hypertension. It strengthens different muscles in the body, including the heart. In addition to physical activity, the best form would be prayer, the salah. To perform prayer on time enhances blood circulation through gentle massage of the blood vessels. Especially in the prostration, the bowing and bending positions, we'll see that can alleviate lots of pain that comes about due to varicose veins. The whole entire circulatory system is stimulating by bowing and prostrating, whilst the breath is regulated. The movement of the neck at the end of the prayer 
vitalizes the blood vessels in the neck region to deliver blood to the brain. So that few minutes that you take within your busy daily routine to go and pray has rejuvenation qualities for the heart, for the spiritual aspect as well as emotions. And if you look at Islamic medicine or Tib medicine, the recommendations when it comes to nutrition all benefits a healthy heart. Do not overeat. Eat a variety of fruit and vegetables. Eat whole grain products. Reduce your meat, red meat intake. Eat more fish. Use garlic, ginger, onions and olive oil in your diet. Drink red grape juice and pomegranate juice. All recommended within prophetic medicine. Also, when we look at the health of the heart, do not forget the emotional aspect. Ibn Qayyim said that the heart is the seat of emotions. So stress, depression, worry, anger, all these negative feelings burdens and weakens the heart. And the remedy for it would be emotions of joy, love, kindness, compassion, patience, perseverance and courage which is considered to be the best sports for the heart. So therefore emotional counseling is of utmost importance to the heart. And at the end of the day, when we follow an ethical and moral lifestyle, it brings contentment to the heart. And this is all part of the holistic approach to healthcare for the heart with prophetic medicine. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. The immune system in prophetic medicine. Salam. Immunity is an integral aspect to health promotion and disease prevention. And within prophetic medicine, we find that the concern for immunity is well established long before we are born. Because the expecting mothers-to-be are encouraged to consume a very healthy diet, highly nutritious, that consists of simple, nutritious, pure foods in order to protect the growing fetus. So we find that within prophetic medicine, a lot of attention is paid to diet and diet is seen as a form of immunity, as a form of increasing the mother's strength in order to provide the best building blocks for the, for the growing fetus. And then we find when the baby is born, Breastfeeding is encouraged, with the Qur'an ayah mentioning that mothers should breastfeed up to two years, encouraging breastfeeding. And we know in modern day medicine, breastfeeding is recognized to protect babies from allergies and many illness. The improvement of health is for both the mother and the baby. We know that human milk has been found to contain at least 100 ingredients that infant formula doesn't have. Cholesterol is rich in vitamin A, proteins and antibodies which forms first part of the baby's immunization. So according to many studies, breastfed children are less likely to develop chronic diseases later in life such as diabetes, some type of cancers, certain stomach and intestinal disease. In addition, the fat that is found in breast milk are important building blocks for cell membranes which is formed in the human brain and the retina of the eye. With improvising medicine, food is seen as medicine. And whenever a stronger treatment is, is needed, we find that prophetic medicine speaks about the use of medication, herbal medication, with the objective of seeking the best medicine with the least adverse effects. We find that prophetic medicine speaks about purity, that purity is half of faith. So oral hygiene, physical hygiene is implemented constantly throughout the day. We are encouraged to wash our hands, to perform ablution, to perform the ritual bathing. We are encouraged to keep the nails short. We are encouraged to cleanse the mouth after eating, to wash the hands before eating. All of this establishes good immunity. 
because we know that the world of microorganisms that's invisible to our eye accumulates on our fingers everywhere we work and these pose a threat when it comes to our health. But the Islamic way of living to perform hudu, perform and follow all the necessary advices given through prophetic medicine, we actually increase our immunity. And when we speak about the immune system, we cannot forget the lymph, lymphatic system, which contains clear colorless fluid, which contains white blood cells that drains from the tissues of the body. And the lymphatic system is a very important system in the body because it transports fluids that has escaped from blood vessels, which includes immune cells, enzymes, fats and hormones. And the lymphatic system consists of cells which are disease-fighting cells. And it helps to eliminate waste from the body. It helps with tissue reju rejuvenation. So unlike the circulation system, which has a pump, the lymphatic system does not have a pump. And it requires the movement of skeletal muscles and the different pressure changes in the thorax or the chest area in order to form a type of pump which moves this fluid around. So for the, for the lymphatic system to work efficiently, it needs a pump via movement. So we find Islam teaches us regular physical activity which is established via praying, which is established via the wudu. The wudu is only valid according to jurisprudence when water is massaged onto the skin and this facilitates lymphatic movement. The gentle steady massaging applied along the parts of the lymphatic vessels which are located along the arms. It forms a manual stimulation of the whole system. So in the prophetic medicine the wudu is described as a form of hydrotherapy and massage. So the water and the massage forms a double action. Firstly, it removes all that microbes and the debris that affects our immunity and it facilitates movement on, of the lymphatic system or the lymph fluid which form one-way channels towards the heart and these channels collect into what we call lymphatic ducts. So the right lymphatic ducts drains lymph from the right arm and the right part of the body and the head. And the thoracic duct drains lymph from the rest of the body. So we find within our Islamic practices, it holds the key to many wisdoms that can improve our immunity. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. The muscle skeletal system in prophetic medicine. Wa alaikum salam. Most of us nowadays live a sedentary lifestyle. Many of us work at a desk, we use machines to perform many household activities, we take the elevator instead of climbing the stairs, we ride comfortably in a car instead of walking. And if we look at our bodies and within prophetic medicine, we are taught that our bodies are connected to nature. And there's a natural flow that we have to follow daily in order to ensure good health for our entire system, especially the muscle skeletal system, which consists of various muscles, ligaments, joints, etc. So as human beings, we are not designed to sit around all day or to lead a sedentary lifestyle. Because modern day medicine shows that low activity levels compromises our health. It can lead to many degenerative diseases like arteriosclerosis, osteoporosis, muscle weakness, and even diabetes. So the early Muslims, their lifestyle was based on many types of physical activity. They rode horses and camels for transportation. They worked hard in the farmland. 
as business people, they walk to different places. This doesn't mean that we should sell our cars or leave our jobs, etc. Instead, adapt our lifestyle to incorporate a lot of physical activity as we can. So for our daily routine, compromise a bit of your comfort in order to benefit the muscle skeletal system. For instance, park your car some distance away from your destination and enjoy a brisk walk. Climb the stairs instead of taking the elevator. Visit a friend instead of calling them. Go to the supermarket yourself instead of calling for a delivery. So we find that in our Islamic practices, a lot of physical effort is needed. And physical activity is part of the pilgrimage, it is part of our prayer, it is part of obligations that we have in our day to sustain our families, to visit the sick, from walking to, to the prayer, to masjid, a meritorious act. So exercise is essential as part of our Islamic lifestyle. So therefore, to ensure a healthy body and spirit, we should find some sort of exercise as part of our daily routine. Begin with a mild brisk walk. And there's many types of exercises that are beneficial, but we have to remember that it has to be person-specific. Depending on our age and our tolerance, we, the exercise should be chosen appropriately. So exercise enhances the production of what we call natural endorphins, which are hormone-like substances in the brain responsible for a feeling of satisfaction, well-being, and it relieves stress. Exercise also improves our energy levels. And we also have to recall that within prophetic generations, our children are urged to take part in many type of exercises, like throwing the javelin, swimming, horse riding, archery. Within prophetic medicine, Ibn Kamal Josiah mentioned that the body cannot rid itself of the remains of the waste products of food and drink on its own. It needs physical activity to move this, this morbid matter and the heat of the organs which aids to excrete what he calls the leftovers in the body via the excretory systems, via the, the, the sweat glands, etc. So by ex exercising regularly, the body will be able to optimize its food intake. It will be able to rid itself of waste. It will provide the necessary actions that's needed for the joints, for muscles, for ligaments to become stronger and firmer. And moderate exercise can improve our immunity. It nourishes the organs, it uplifts the mood. So we find throughout the prophetic narrations, the Prophet himself used to often challenge his wife, Aisha anha, to race it. And we know that aerobic exercises are well known to increase heart activity, to improve lung capacity, to improve blood circulation. We know that the, the act of salah, the various postures, all mimics exercises that's, that's well known in modern science to be beneficial. Adopt a good moderate exercise program that is suited for yourself and not only will you be practicing an aspect of prophetic medicine you'll also improve your muscle skeletal system and your overall health it is my pleasure wa alaikum salam the health of the respiratory system in prophetic medicine wa alaikum salam breathing or respiration is a natural and indispensable function which is common to all living organisms and it constitutes the vital force or energy that flows through our bodies. We are all born knowing how to breathe, but do we breathe correctly? Do we realize the importance of good quality fresh air? So we know that we are bombarded with different types of myths and theories on deep breathing, shallow breathing, etc. But within prophetic medicine, there's many aspects that, that are attached to breathing that are overlooked in modern day medicine. Firstly, within prophetic medicine, the breath is recognized as a miraculous event in that 
every breath that, that originates from trees, the production of oxygen enters the body and it invigorates and revitalizes every cell, nourishing and providing the needs of all the faculties, the regulatory mechanisms within the body in order to function properly. So from a aspect of what they call hamd and shukr, to show praise and appreciation, many books were written on the breath and the importance of correct breathing. And we find within prophetic narrations, when it comes to eating, the Prophet recommended that when we eat, we should ensure that we always maintain moderation with the objective of allowing proper respiration. The Prophet says in narration that there is no vessel that is more harmful when it is full than the abdomen. And it is enough for man to consume just a few bites to keep the body upright. But if he needs to have more than that, he should ensure that he has a third of the belly for food, a third for drink, and he should always leave a third for the breath. So this narration emphasizes the importance of proper breathing, which is needed for proper digestion. And we know that when we consume more than this recommendation, and we fill our bellies, fills up the abdominal cavity and the respiration is impeded. And when that happens, it brings about a feeling of a fatigue, lethargy. Whilst proper breathing enhances our concentration and performance as it increases the oxygen supply to the brain. Proper breathing can calm you down, it improves your mood, it controls our emotions. And we find that breathing exercises are employed for many types of conditions, for anxiety types of states. And within natural medicine, part of any relaxation therapy includes breathing exercises. So breathing exercises has been proved to be effective for hyperactive children, for individuals that are highly stressed. Breathing enhances our stamina, physical coordination, our immunity. It balances our metabolism and it can actually assist in harmonizing the hormonal system. Breathing is also seen as a link between the mind and the body. It has amazing healing powers when it comes to controlling emotions the nervous system, the, the conscious and subconscious mind. So turning our attention to breathing exercises for our daily stress management program is highly effective. So five minutes of breathing exercises in the morning after the, the Fajr prayer and we'll find that many different healing systems would recommend breathing exercises to be done outdoors in fresh air after the dawn or the break of dawn because many different types of philosophies recognize that the spiritual and emotional benefits are increased at that time. We find in the classical books of Tiba Nabawi, the likes of Imam Dahabi, a famous scholar, wrote that each organ has its own suitable exercise and the exercise for the respiration for the respiratory system and the chest would be Quran recitation, starting with a whispering voice then gradually increasing the tone. And it, it's quite amazing how one feels after recitation, after reciting a few verses of the Quran which is a great form of breathing exercises. And when the rules of Tajweed are incorporated, the long vowels of A, E, U, the different laws of Tajweed facilitates correct and proper and perfect recitation. The Quran is a divine book which contains passages which display its perfection and balance, and it surpasses any other text in beauty, melody and rhythm. So to learn to recite the Quran properly, one would master the breath, create equilibrium and harmony for the mind, body and soul. 
And within prophetic medicine, another aspect is also important when it comes to breathing, and that is seeking fresh, pure air as often as possible. Look for natural environments to spend your time. Within the office environment, within our busy workday, we are we are confronted with various type of toxins, from exhaust fumes to gas that emanates from computers, overhead projectors, printers. So therefore, it's in utmost important that to balance our lives in this modern world, we have to connect to nature as often as possible. Research has shown that those individuals connected to nature, interacting with the environment, with the natural environment, where they're receiving that pure oxygen directly from trees and plants, etc., those individuals have better respiratory health. So therefore, it's in utmost importance to rid our lives of those toxins like smoking, exhaust fumes, and all other types of toxins, and connect to nature once again. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. Skin Healthcare in Prophetic Medicine Wa alaikum salam. We know that prophetic medicine provides the best form of preventative medicine for man. In that it focuses on simplicity, purity and moderation. And this applies to all the systems of the body. When you look at our skin, we realize through anatomy and physiology that it's one of the best protective shields that our body has. If it was not for the skin, our body would fall prey to microbes, our body would lose water and heat. The skin performs many vital functions. The most important one is to protect the tissues from bacterial invasion, to protect the tissues from ultraviolet rays, which occurs from the sunlight, from heat, protect the skin or the rest of the body from physical injury. The skin assists in controlling the body temperature. It also acts as an excretory organ to rid the body of many wastes and toxins through sweat glands. Vitamin D, which is a fat-soluble vitamin very important for bone, is synthesized or made through the action of sunlight on the skin. The skin also makes various proteins which is important for immunity. It holds the body's water and other essential fluids and it prevents external water and foreign substances from invading our system. The skin is made up of an outer layer and underlining layers. The skin is going through a constant state of regeneration, whereby the new skin at the lower levels would push the older skin to the surface. Often our bodies are getting rid of old dead skin cells which moves to the surface of the skin and this is invisible to the to the naked eye so our outer layer those dead keratinized cells accumulate on the skin surface they are replaced every 25 to 45 days and if these cells accumulate and clog up those sweat glands it can in actually prevent proper functioning of the skin and the rest of the body regulatory systems so within prophetic medicine we see one of the best methods to ensure good skin health is via ablution, via the wudu, our connection to water, whereby the skin is cleansed throughout the day, all our limbs, and knowing the function of the skin, the physical importance of, of ablution becomes more apparent because it clears the skin's pores by removing the debris. Ablution regularly throughout the day cleans all the exposed parts of the body like the skin, the nails, the natural body, body ports such as the ears, nose and mouth. The simple act of, of ablution protects the body from many harmful chemicals and microorganisms 
as well as protect the body from harmful toxins that tries to gain entry into the body and it helps to remove toxins from inside the body outwardly. Within prophetic medicine, we also know that the Prophet, peace be upon him, recommended sun protection, that we should not be exposed to the extreme heat of the day. So you'll see the traditional Islamic dress consists of long, flowing, easy clothing that are tight woven to keep out the rays of the sun. Because we know that the UV rays can be very harmful. We find in prophetic medicine that the Prophet mentioned eat olive oil and use it as an ointment on the skin because it comes from a blessed tree. And scientifically it's proven that applying olive oil after bathing and after exposure to the sun can actually reduce the risk of skin cancer. So olive oil is not a sunscreen but it can be used after in order to replace the dryness of the skin. Olive oil is a very effective skin emollient and hair treatment. And the famous scholar of Islam, Imam Shafi'i, recommended oiling the skin with olive oil every alternate day. Olive oil is also an important ingredient for many skincare products. It's also recommended for healthy skin, nails and hair. A good home remedy to ensure good in hair integrity would be to mix olive oil with a pulp of avocado and apply it onto the hair after bathing and then to rinse dry and brittle hair replaces the moisture. Aloe vera was also used in prophetic medicine as a skin moisturizer and today we know that aloe vera is also a potent skin hydrator. It's very soothing, it's an emollient, it's used on minor wounds and cuts it's also recommended as a hair gel. So look within prophetic medicine and apply these advices and our skin health will improve. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam.